Hey everybody, it's C. Just want to give you guys a trigger warning. This episode will discuss sexual assault, sexual harassment, sexual misconduct. Not too explicitly, but we will have those conversations. So if that is too much for you to handle, we totally understand. And you can skip this episode. We'll be back next week with episode 10 for season 3. So until then, you know you love us. XOXO, Gossip Girl. Hey everybody, it's C. I'm S. And this is Gossip Girls. And uh, there is the uh, big, horrible white elephant. Nope, not a white elephant. White gorilla in the room. Why we gorilla? Because should... uh, I like elephants. And okay. I actually like gorillas too, but he's... White man. White man. The big, horrible white man in the corner who... Um, yeah, there's some stuff we need to talk about. Yeah, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, Ed Westwick, who plays Chuck Bass on Gossip Girl, was uh, accused of uh, sexually assaulting a couple of women. And we are going to discuss kind of like our thoughts on uh, on this and um, and kind of how we're going to proceed with the, the podcast moving forward. Yeah, um, and I kind of want to do it in a roundabout way to talk about another person who is part of the Gossip Girl sphere, but um, has some thoughts about sexual harassment that I thought was really terrible and I feel like needs to be discussed. So uh, Army Hammer, Armand Hammer. Armand Hammer. <laughs> Ugh. Um, you know how, like, historically we don't like that. <laughs> Recently some pictures were released that made us think differently. Yeah, I mean, we're only human. I mean, we've always, <laughs> we, we, I think we've always discussed that like, we thought he was beautiful. He just had, like, nothing behind his eyes. He's dead eyes. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> dead eyes. Dead eyes. And um, there was an article that came out recently, I believe it was Monday, actually, um, a, from BuzzFeed talking about the actor as a whole, kind of like pretty much a beat by beat of his last 10 years as a performer. And <laughs> if you call that what he does is performing. Um, but he uh, essentially was saying like making Army Hammer happen. And that's something that I've said out loud on this podcast many times. Like, we stop trying to make him happen. it at length. We have. And we're going to do it more because I have thoughts about it. It's so funny because like, when the first time that he was on the show, you were talking about how like he's been trying to like be a thing in Hollywood for years. I'm like, I don't know who he is, and I googled him. I'm like, oh, I've seen him in a bunch of things, and he's just so generic that like I just he's forget. A, he's a white boy with a face. He and... is exactly a white boy with a face. Yeah, it's a very pretty face, but it's a face that he has. He looks like a Joaquin Ken doll, and it's hard oh God, to like yeah. discern that um, kind of quality that he has about his, you know self and I don't know like other things I've read about him I don't know so there the thing about him is like he wants to be kind of that kooky weird you know weirdo guy on especially online and this actually kind of took a turn because when this when this like profile came out there was a lot of chatter around the article saying like you shouldn't be using him as an example like what are you doing because there's a lot of stands and fans out there which is fine but they're like there's other white men who like you know are doing the same thing and i think the biggest example was chris pine which i have 
of thoughts of because Chris Pine is awesome and perfect, and he actually has like layers. I and love actually, Chris Pine. And he's actually talented. Um, as opposed to speaking of Kendalls, they've made a Chris Pine Barbie doll that looks exactly like him. Is and if I had seventy five thousand seventy five dollars to um <laughs> to drop, I would definitely drop it on him. Yeah. Um, moving on, but I think um what I didn't like about the response to the article not so much about armies which i'll discuss in a, in a bit but it was everyone kind of just piling on this writer and it made me think about Anne hathaway and the way people treated her when she was being earnest about her oscar campaign in 2012 and how you know it's just really hard to see um people uh fans i guess kind of pile on and um, rally for a man but then like a woman does the exact same thing and she's you know what happened with Anne Hathaway I'm not familiar with that sure so Anne Hathaway she was um she was on the Oscar circuit back in 2013 for La Miserable and mm-hmm. she eventually won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress but like about a year before that there was like this whole campaign about like how uh, she's a, kind of like a shrew. She's like this earnest theater kid who mm-hmm. just wants so much to be accepted. And people were just giving her shit online and pretty much turning into like kind of a, uh, like a sh- not a shrew, but like making it seem like she was just trying too hard. That like she looked like every time she was like, you know, doing anything, it looked like it was a pain. Like it was like not, uh, like not authentic. That's literally what actors do. They try too hard to get to the oscars right like yeah a, a i lot mean of do yeah that. exactly but like they were just kind of putting all of this onto and projecting this onto anne hathaway mm-hmm. to the point where like she would get a lot of internet harassment and when she finally won the oscar she disappeared for a while because you know she's like uh i hate this she yeah and you haven't really seen her in a lot of movies since then honestly so you know you see that and she's an incredible actress Anne Hathaway is incredible she's wonderful I really love all of her work and I've been a fan of hers for a long time and then seeing you know somebody like Army Hammer who you know to a certain degree has not I mean, like even the roles that he's taken he's not done a good job in them no and he's he's okay he's fine but like I guess because now he's in a, a movie that's coming out um, it's in New York and LA right now and it's got a lot of Oscar buzz around it called Call Me By Your Name which is one of my favorite books ever written but the movie's getting a lot of Oscar buzz he, they, there's people who are like now like yeah he's finally getting this chance finally getting this moment and it's like yeah he's been given so, so many, many opportunities ch- yeah and he's failed like historically he's failed at so many of them yeah and and the thing is is like um the writer of this BuzzFeed article kind of said that and people are like, it's not his fault. It's the PR, it's the PR machine. It's, you know, it's the system of Hollywood. And it's like, but there has to be some ownership to this. Yeah. Like we have to realize that he's given a chance cause he is a white man. Right. And he, he was kind of like put off by that, I guess. Yeah. And so, so much so that he reacted to this in a two word tweet. <laughs> Um, that showed his ass a bit, and I was like, okay. And he said, bitter AF, <laughs> which <laughs> is the most petty. It's hella petty. And then there was a lot of reaction to it on Twitter, blew up, and he ended up deleting his account. 
<laughs> he deleted his entire Twitter account. He his entire Twitter account. And the thing is, like, in the last few months, specifically around um, the promotion for Calling By Your Name, he's gotten some Twitter action. Like, he called out James Woods for um, James Woods, who's, like, you know, historic human turd. He, <laughs> he made a comment about the 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 plot of Calling By Your Name, which is about two men in Italy in the 80s who fall in love with each other, one's 17, one's 24, and by the age difference in how he's like, that's really creepy, and Army Hammer like shot back, like, didn't you date somebody when you were 16, he, she was 19? Yeah. Which is fair, and so people are like, oh, look at Ham- Army Hammer, he's our new woke babe, blah, 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 and I was like, I guess. But I mean, like... Cher has been sus of him this entire time. It is, and um, the biggest sus moment for me... Um, was during this cycle, and I bring this up, and which is why it's related to some stuff that we're going to talk about later about Ed Westwick, is there was a similar campaign that happened last year for the movie Birth of a Nation. Are you familiar with Birth of a Nation at no. all? Okay. So Birth of a Nation was uh, written, co-written, directed, and starred Nate Parker. Nate Parker... Oh, wait, I am familiar with this. Yeah. So Nate Parker, for listeners who don't know, Nate Parker, he... Did this really historic, historic um, retelling of the Nat Turner slave rebellion that happened in the 1850s, and it had a lot of Oscar buzz early on in last year at Sundance. It was um, sold the highest paid, like unheard of. I think it was like 17 million dollars, which is unheard of for Sundance. Most movies are like four million, six million. Oh like, wow! The most you probably get is like 10, 17 million. This movie sold for because. I think it was like right at the peak of the whole Oscar so white campaign mm-hmm. that was happening. Like, oh, awesome, a black movie we can all rally for. And when the allegations came out about Nate Parker and all the shit that happened to him was in college where he uh, was accused of rape and then the charges were later dropped, but the, the victim later committed suicide and Nate Parker didn't know about it. And when he was asked about it, confronted with it, he did not react in the way you should have reacted to it. There was like very little, he didn't feel like he didn't take any ownership of what mm-hmm. happened there when he should have. Yeah. And a lot of people did not like and did not react well to that as they shouldn't have because it was really shitty. And that pretty much stopped the brakes on all of the promotion that was happening for the Oscar contender. Now, I bring this up because Army Hammer was also in that movie. He was a supporting role in that character. He was Nate Turner's overseer and had like a huge supporting role in that role on that in that movie. And so when uh, all that Oscar buzz faded away, so did Army Hammers. Mm-hmm. Now, now that he's getting Oscar buzz for this new movie, Calling by Your Name, he uh, brought up all the stuff that happened with Nate Parker, saying like it feels like Nate was set up that something there was other alternative motives for getting him getting those allegations out there in the forefront, where like Casey Affleck eventually won an Oscar, oh and he was God. claiming some like it was undertones of like some racism. And whenever a white man defends a black person, my first instinct is always why, because <laughs> like yeah, they should. But they rarely do unless it, you know, has something to do for their better instincts. And so when Homie put out the bitter AF thing, (laughs) it triggered my, like, this motherfucker is not pissed off that, you know, that Nate didn't get buried in this, and the Nate got buried in this thing. He's pissed off that he also got buried. Yeah. So it just feels like it's not it's not for Nate or, or any of this stuff. He's upset because his shit got didn't get enough shine. 
and it also just like it's always because uh, it comes back to him and it's affecting him adversely yeah and it just perpetuates that same kind of attitude that's in hollywood with all these sexual harassment allegations it's like if it's affecting you know there's these men who should be speaking up but then they haven't spoken up for a long time because they're worried about how it's going to affect them yeah and all that has to say is like the shit that's going on with this Ed Westwick stuff. I I don't know. I'm I'm we're historically anti Chuck on the show. Yes, we've never liked him, and I'm not saying that I feel vindicated, but <laughs> it's 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 also important to realize that Chuck Bass and Ed Westwick are two separate People. personalities. Yeah, exactly. Um, though one does play the other. Um, but yeah, historically he's. Chuck has also been a terrible human being, yeah. and I don't know. It's it's, it's hard to like just same um separate it, but like because it, because Chuck is so Edwistic is so iconic to that character, and while we have never really liked the character of Chuck, he's also not real. Yeah, and to find out that the person who's been betraying this character for such a long time and what he's, you know, honestly known for historically, finding out that he also has some very villainous tendencies, it's hard to reckon with. Um, and I don't know. I'm very conflicted. Um, how do you feel? I've talked a lot. I know. Um, this. So, like, when that first came out, I was, like, I don't know. I w- wasn't – I'm never surprised. I'm never surprised either. I'm never surprised. I'm always waiting for I assume for it that every single person that I know that exists that is, like, in sort of s- some powerful capacity, eventually something will come out against them because, like, you know, people are shit. Men yep. are garbage generally. Yep, pretty much. Um, yeah, exact same. Like, I'm always, wa- I'm always waiting for them to not be accused. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to, like, because like, like, it's oh, going to happen. Like, oh, maybe just, like, wait for 100 years and then nothing will come out. And right. so I'm not surprised by this. Um, I... So I, I was I was also conflicted with, like, continuing this podcast because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I want to, like, you know, the, it's it's... I don't know. Like, I also have a hard time, like, with separating the art from the artist, but I also feel like this is more of, like, a collaborative thing than, like, one person representing the entire series. And I can can also be, like, hey, you know, we don't have to talk about his character as much at times. Yeah, because that's how I feel about it, too. Or, like, go into depth into his character. Yeah, because that's how I feel about it, too. It's, like, he's not the whole show. Yeah. He's not the whole show. He's a significant part, especially in, like, the next few episodes, actually, that we're going to be discussing and... For the next couple of seasons, he has a much more le- leading man kind of role in the show, kind of where how like Dan was in the first mm-hmm. couple of seasons. He kind of backslides a bit, whereas Chuck kind of takes that l- leading man role in the show. And um, where the Blair and Chuck relationship kind of becomes such a forefront in the series, as opposed to like the Dan and Serena yeah, relationship. Yeah, that's very true. It's like, fuck. And I'm. I don't know. It's because, you know, I've, I said it before on the show, I'm a victim of sexual assault. I've, and giving, giving space to talk about that stuff, I don't know. I, it's triggering and it's also just really, it's really hard to talk about. And, um, 
I don't know. I I love the show and I love the show in spite of Chuck because I, I I don't care about his character. I never really cared about his development. He yeah. was not the reason why I watched the show, honestly. I think like we've we've hated his character since the first episode where, yeah. you know, he sexually assaulted people. Yeah, two two his women characters, yeah. In, in, in an hour. Um and uh He's never really seemed like a redeemable character to mm-hmm. me. I never really cared about his growth development. Um, there was a few moments in the show where, like, I it was not you know total against him, but I think it was in service to other characters that I cared about. Yeah, not so much him. I really didn't care what happened to him, quite honestly. So it's it's hard to kind of separate what the show what I feel about that character versus how I feel about the show as a whole right now. And um, I thought we would give us some time, like, yeah, you'll give a couple of weeks, you know, think about our feelings a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it's still like hell raw (laughs) in a way. It's like, it's also really, really difficult to like exist as a woman these days, like especially women who have been sexually assaulted where you hear stories literally every single day. And it's like, it it just must be like triggering over and over and over again. The day of the taping is a Wednesday, uh, November 29th and Matt Lauer, he got, you know, fired from from today's show. (laughs) I would not deal with that today. And, um, and there's a lot of allegations that are popping up as well as uh, Garrison from um, Prairie Home Companion. Prairie, yeah, Prairie Home Companion got, you know, announced today. It's like every fucking day. So um, I don't know. I think we have we've put around the idea of like not discussing his character, maybe giving him the full Voldemort treatment and just refer to him as he who not be named. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm I'm. I- I kind of think we're going to have to figure it out as we go. Yeah. Like, I think every time he comes up, we're going to be like, we don't like him. And like his, it sucks that um, he exists as a character and as the actor. But like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And I've also sort of on the idea, like maybe we should just like hop around episodes and just do like a highlights of like the shows of the episodes we really like and not, not talk about every single episode. Mm-hmm. And maybe just like the ones that we really enjoyed and just like kind of burn through the rest of the series. Um, I don't know. So there's there like there's like next season, season four, and season five are some of the best character developments in the series, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but and there again, are a whole bunch of different story arcs that also don't involve Chuck. But a, a lot of our podcast um, also has been talking about us and our own experiences because we're two women of color. Right. And we're kind of talking about like we're, we're sort of talking about Gossip Girl. And I kind of want to bring it more to like, you know, just having it be a podcast about two friends who also just watch terrible television yeah exactly so um yeah i would love to be able to continue this podcast but we're gonna just take it one episode at a time and feel out and fill it out and Mm -hmm. um listeners if you have if you want to contribute, I would love to have more of our listeners on our show. So, like, if you want to contribute some of your stories or how you feel about certain episodes, um, we would love to hear your voice. Um, I will I'm gonna probably make a, uh, G, a, a Google Voice account so we can get, get, get you guys set up with some voicemails and leave it for us. So I'd love to hear your voices. I um, And I want it to be not just us talking on the mic or if you have a random yeah. guest in there, but like really feel like, cause we have listeners and people who really enjoy the show. And I love to hear you guys contribute stuff too. And how you feel about this issue? Because I feel like it's, it's very, very prevalent and it's like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to avoid it. It is. And that's also by no means a justification 
of continuing, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's also like, you know, it, it's the whole thing, like the the army hammer being affected by allegations. We're also affected by allegations and we don't want to stop. Yeah. You know, it's, I feel like that's a terrible thing to say. No, but that, no, like, no, that's why I brought it up too. Cause like I'm conflicted. I, yeah. You know, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard and dealing with it. I, I don't want to stop the show. I think cause I, honestly, cause I love just talking to you yeah. on mic and it's one of my favorite things to do. I love like, I love, I listen to all our episodes cause I'm very vain and <laughs> I don't know. It's just like Cher and I are very close friends and it's just like really nice to have that when we're not together. Yes, exactly. And just like a, a record of our friendship. And I, I kind of want that to come back to the fold in the show so much. It's like, I feel like I've learned a lot about your weird life through this podcast. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I've, and like also learned about myself a little bit too. I'm like, gosh, am I, because I had a very am strange. I secretly a gossip girl? <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm like, because I'm not privileged, but I just had opportunities. Like, I mean, like my, and my immediate home life was very poor, mm-hmm. but I was just, I had a lot of people in my, like in my orbit who were privileged enough to include me into these certain things. Like, you know, like cotillions and horseback oh my riding God, stuff I can't and shit believe like you, that. Like you've been to cotillions, right? I've been, yeah, I've been to cotillions. I've been part of cotillions. I took the horseback ride, but like, these are from people who, you know, who are all off, not in my, no, who are not my parents who, you know, mentored me mm-hmm. or brought me into the fold and like showed me other lifestyles outside of the one that I'm used to and accustomed to. But, you know, um, but anyway, it's, I've learned a lot from this podcast and just being able to do it with you has been a real privilege. So I don't, I don't want to stop doing that. I just feel like we'll just have to take each episode at a time and how we feel about this character or like what, you know, has, um, how we'll, uh, proceed, I guess. Yeah. So. Um, we will continue to make bad jokes and laugh at ourselves as one, uh, podcast reviewer so eloquently stated on our iTunes podcast yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the bad ones. I think that they're the, I, I, I was like... <laughs> thank you. We thank do you. laugh at ourselves. Yeah, exactly, because we're adorable and we're yeah. cute and if you don't like it, you know... And it's like, we're, we're also... I don't know. I, I feel like we're not... I, I feel like we're also creating content in our own way. Like, even though it's it's sort of based on Gossip Girl, yeah. it's also us creating art. Like, yeah. our podcast is a jewel amongst <laughs> amongst a bunch of stones in the world. Yes, and I'm um, I I just enjoy I enjoy us a lot, and I enjoy I enjoy you. So, um, we're gonna just try to uh, lessen so much. We'll talk about the show, obviously, but. Um, it's gonna be more about us, I think. Yeah. And I think that will make me feel not so bad about. I mean, it's called show. Gossip Girls, not Gossip Girl. Exactly, exactly. So this is about us, not about the show so much anymore. But um, again, if you guys have any thoughts, we'd love to hear them. Um, you can follow me at Share Musings. Me at Kale Hummus. You can follow the show at Gossip Girls Pod. Yeah, and I'll be back next week with a new episode and. We'll see where it goes from here. But until next time, you you know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Post loudness. Audio. Audio.